0: I'd like a private word with pipe smokers. Listen, remember this name, Revelation. It's a pipe mixture. A true blend of five great tobaccos cut five different ways to get from each tobacco its richest taste and flavor. So don't throw away your pipe if it gets hot and sour. You're smoking the wrong tobacco. For cool, sweet, marvelous smoking pleasure, just try Revelation. Only 15 cents. <laughs> Johnny presents the Ginny Sims program with the Bombardiers, Edgar Fairchild and his orchestra, and the greatest guest stars in the world. Tonight, it's Naval ROTC cadet Jim Hardy, quarterback of the Trojans who made football history in the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. Also, private first class Richard Lockman. one of...
1: Duffy, that that feud's just on the surface. Yeah, down underneath they hate each other. (laughs) Well, Alan's jealous, you see, because, uh, Benny steals all his stuff. Why, sure. Alan was cheap long before Benny.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: look, Guffy, I'm just thinking, uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Uh, what about a guy like Alan to emcee the pig roast? Huh? Not enough contrast, huh? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe we could uh, distinguish them. Maybe we could get Alan to wear a blue suit. Okay, I'll talk to him about it. Uh,
2: so long, Duffy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to
3: Duffy's. Come in and meet Finnegan, Eddie the waiter, Miss Duffy, Benny Vanuda, Peter Van Steeden and his orchestra, our special guest tonight, Fred Allen, and Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Brought to you by two products it will pay you to remember. Minute rub when you have a cold. Sal Hepatica when you need a laxative. Minute rub, Sal Hepatica. Hey, Eddie.
4: Uh, yes, yeah. uh, Eddie,
1: you want to hear a real funny joke? No. <laughs> An absent-minded professor slammed his wife and kissed the door goodbye. Okay, I'd like to hear a
2: joke.
1: Look, Eddie, I'm rehearsing. Uh, to be one of them, what do you what do you call them guys that tells jokes like the ones I just told? Uh, uh... A ghoul? <laughs> no, no, wait, uh, uh, I'm a monogamist. Uh, I'm uh, learning these gags so when Fred Allen gets here, we can uh, bandage a few lives at each other.
3: You gonna be pitching or catching?
1: Eddie, you never heard me at a party. <laughs> Honest to goodness, every place I go to, people say, Dad, Archie, what a convulsion. (laughs) Yeah, wait till me and Alan gets together. Boy, it'll be a real battle of wits. Uh, The trouble with this battle is he's got you outnumbered. (laughs) Listen, Eddie, I got just as many intelligence as he has. Uh, Especially with somebody helping me. Huh? Well, for instance, uh, say me and Alan are standing here, uh, you know, throwing woody schisms at each other. Uh Uh, Now, somebody might uh, ask me, uh, why does a chicken cross the street? Uh, Who might ask you? You might. Why might I? Because you might want Sunday off.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I might at that, huh? Now, why does a chicken cross the street? Because there's a rooster on the other side. Eddie, you ask the questions, I give the answers That is, if you want Sunday's off What happens if I don't ask you the questions? Then you get Sunday, Monday, and always
5: <laughs> Well, sick hands with a straight man Okay uh, Good. Right. Oh, hiya, Finnegan Hey, I right. it's Fred Allen here I'm dying to see him uh, Do you uh,
2: know him,
5: Finnegan? No. No? Well, do you listen to his program? No.
1: Then why are you so anxious to meet him?
5: I always like to make new friends.
1: <laughs> well, Finnegan, why don't you listen to him sometime?
5: Yeah, maybe I will. When is he on? He's on Sunday nights. You... Oh, I can't, Dodge. Sunday night, my father listens to the Texaco show.
2: <laughs> Finnegan,
5: that is the show that Fred Allen is on. That's just that, Arch. How come me and my father both listen. It's on the same station.
2: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, that would be tough at that. Would... Uh, why don't uh, Why don't you listen some Sunday night when your father ain't home? Uh, I even tried that, but I just tuned in at the finish of the program when the announcer said, "Tune in the same time next Sunday." Well, did you tune in the same time next Sunday? Yep, and once again, they were just finished. So, how uh, you What does this Fred Allen do? Oh, he's a comedian. He tells jokes. Uh, Uh, For instance? Oh, for instance, he says, uh, why is a streetcar like a woman? What else does he
1: do? (laughs) Uh, Finnegan,
5: uh, you're supposed to ask me To ask you what? Why is a streetcar like a woman? Finnegan, ask me So why should I ask you? You don't know, you just ask me
4: <laughs> Oh,
1: forget it, will you, Finnegan? Miss Duffy, maybe you'll do me a favor, huh?
4: Uh, I, I can't, Archie, I'm too busy
1: You're too busy?
4: Certainly Here it is the fourth day of review already And I haven't got my circulars printed yet
1: Circulars? Miss Duffy, is that in good taste?
4: In very good taste They're printed in Old English type.
1: Well, in that case, maybe you'll get an Old Englishman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, I'll murder that, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) Lethia, huh? Have you found any suckers yet?
4: Well, there's just one fella. Goldsworthy Harker Road. Gesundheit. Thank
1: (laughs) you. Goldsworthy, where did you meet Goldsworthy? uh?
4: In, In a restaurant. He wrote me a note on the back of the menu. So then what? So then I wrote him a note.
1: You mean you picked up a guy just like that?
4: I did not pick him up. I just told you we corresponded first.
1: Oh, I forgot that. Well, then what happened?
4: Well, he invited me for an automobile ride in the country. And he wanted to borrow Papa's car.
1: Oh, well, uh, did you go with him?
4: Of course not. He was a total stranger. Do you think I trust a total stranger with Papa's car?
1: (laughs) Well, don't worry, Miss Duffy. There's still uh, 361 days left in year. Uh, hey, Danny, Danny Seymour, you are very lax.
3: Well, what do you mean?
1: Well, you know what Harry Von would have said when I said leap year? What? Well, he would have said, uh, leap is the time of the year when people get colds.
3: Oh, that's pretty corny, isn't it, Archie?
1: Yeah, but Von that way. <laughs> uh,
3: how would you go about it? Well, I'd point out that even though this is a new year, there's certainly nothing new about the colds it brought many of us. Same old stopped-up nose, same old aching feeling in your muscles. Well, why not get after those annoying cold symptoms with something modern? Minute rub, famous chest rub. Just massage it briskly on your back and chest. Yes, that's all you do. And soon, in fact, even before you finished, you feel a gratifying sensation of warmth as Minute Rub begins to soothe the discomfort and tightness
0: caused by your cold. And meanwhile, Minute Rub gives off active menthol vapors that help relieve that stuffed-up feeling in your nose and throat.
3: Minute rub won't harm clothes or linens. It's graceless, stainless, seems to disappear as you rub it on. So get after your cold symptoms with this nationally famous chest rub that takes only a minute to use. That helps bring such fast relief. Minute rub M-I-N-I-T-R-U-B. Minute Rub. And now, folks, we present the new singing star of Duffy's, Benny Benuta, who before she sings, rubs her throat religiously with Minute Rub
6: what goes on here? Oh,
3: I'll do better
1: for you, Benet. Please, Danny. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we now have the great honor of presenting that uh, distinguished female vocal chanteuse, uh, <laughs> the singing vocalist of such vocal hits on Broadway as By Jupiter, uh, Kiss the Boys Goodbye, etc., etc., and Seth. Et et uh, tonight she vocalizes a song she made famous Everything I Got Belongs to You, Miss Benet Venuda. <laughs> Uh, better, Benet? Oh, yes. That's fine. Everything else satisfactory? You like your dressing room?
6: Yes. Except that I have to get out every time somebody wants to use the telephone.
2: Oh,
1: we'll have that fixed immediately. Eddie, uh, put an out-of-order sign on Miss Venuta's dressing room.
2: Uh, go ahead and uh, sing, Benet. <laughs>
6: For you to give you dirty looks. I have words that do not come from children's books. There's the trick with the knife. I'm learning to do. And everything I've got belongs to you. I've a powerful anesthesia in my fist. And the perfect wrist to give your neck a twist. There are Hammerlock holes. I've mastered a few. And everything I've got belongs to you. Share for share, share alike. You get struck each time I strike. You for me, me for me. I'll give you plenty of nothing. I'm not yours for better, but for worse. And I've learned to give the well-known witch's curse. I have a terrible tongue, a temper for two, and everything I've got belongs to you. Don't stamp your foot at me, that's impolite. To stamp your foot at me is not quite right. All I discover is you're not so far. I fear my lover is a swine You're a living proof that Frank Buck's still alive You haven't brains enough for any child of time But I'll never let go You'll never be free Till everything you've got belongs Everything you've got belongs Everything you've got belongs to me I
2: mean, that was really
1: terrific You could feel the sword that's out of your mouth, huh? <laughs> May I say that when television comes in, you'll be a big star?
4: Oh, thank you, Archie It's a lucky thing television ain't here now
1: Why not, Miss Duffy?
4: Look what's coming in the door.
1: Fran Allen. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Mr. Allen, uh, Delphi's is indeed prideful to have its portholes preempted by such an unmitigated person as your, as your distinction itself. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: Dr. Fadiman, I presume. <laughs> Well, no, Fred, I'm glad you, you're you surprised to find out I, I... bet you're surprised to find out I ain't no bum, huh? I'm sure I'm going to be, Archie, yes. You're yeah. looking ahead a little. So, uh... So this is the famous Duffy's, eh? Yeah, yep, this is it. What do you think of it, then? Uh? Well, I have been in a lot of dumps, Archie. But frankly, this joint is to architecture what Jack Benny is to the human race. <laughs> Who is responsible for the decor here? Uh, the decor, uh... Capital D, decor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I am responsible, uh... With that little narrow nose, I didn't think you'd smell it. Uh...
2: <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: uh, tell me, what do you think of the decorating? Uh, what do you think of that wallpaper, John? The wallpaper... It looks as though the one-armed paper hanger still has the hives. <laughs> uh, Mr. Allen, I personally hung that wallpaper myself. Well, you couldn't have picked a better paper. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, sir. There's nothing like the New York Times.
2: <laughs>
1: and Archie, I must say that you showed good judgment in putting the obituary column next to the kitchen.
2: There. Thank you.
1: And look at the rest of them antiques. Uh, Duncan five cuspidors. Well, <laughs> uh, barely see those. Look at them uh, Chippy Dale tables. Uh... <laughs> And you want oil paintings? Uh, that one up there, by the way, is a portrait of uh, Duffy, the proprietor himself. Uh, say, he looks like sitting bull looked before he sat down. <laughs> <laughs> and these uh, these cracks in the wall, Archie, what are these? Air conditioning for the termite? Mr. Allen, uh, Duffy's does not cater to termites. <laughs> you mean even termites refuse to eat in here? <laughs> Please, no cracks about the food. We may not serve uh, partridge on peasant, but uh, the the, uh, food is very nourishing. It's nourishing, eh? Do you know who eats here? Who? Frank Sinatra. That I can believe. is a real disciple of
2: malnutrition.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir, and he's got us to thank for it. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of big shots eat here. You see that guy over there? That's Crudface Clifford the Safe Cracker. Strictly Park Avenue. Oh, a Ritz Cracker, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a great dynamite man. Very delicate artist, too. I have seen Crudface take a pinch of TNT and open a can of sardines. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: reminds (laughs) me.
1: And when the can of sardines were opened, there were the little sardines laying there with that joke alongside <laughs> <them>. <laughs>
2: That <laughs> reminds...
1: me. Uh, that
2: reminds...
1: <laughs> that reminds me, I knew a safe cracker once, Archie. One Halloween, purely as a prank, Mark, you, I put a little bicarbonate of soda in with his nitroglycerin. What happened? That night... But don't
2: anticipate.
1: <laughs> you heard it the first show. Now
2: you're laughing before we
1: get it. it's Well, better I if it goes along. I hope. I put uh, I put uh, a little bicarbonate of soda in his nitroglycerin, and that night, for the first time in history, a bank burped.
2: <laughs>
1: it must have been very embarrassing. A bank naturally couldn't say, "Pardon me." No, it was just one of those corny exchange banks, you know. Couldn't have been no cornier exchange than this.
4: Uh, oh, Mister Allen. Well,
1: as I live and breathe, if it isn't Archie, what is it?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, uh, uh, this is Miss Duffy, Fred. And uh, take a tip. Watch out. What do you mean, Archie? This dame carries around a marriage license made out to her and to whom it may concern. <laughs> Uh, Miss Duffy, Archie tells me that you've entered yourself in the Leap Year Derby for fillies. Yeah, and in a the way book. she's been running, you'd think she was owned by Ben Crosby.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you two talk like I was a horse. Now listen, Archie. If I was to tell you
1: nah, exactly, now, nah, uh, uh, now, nah, nah, uh, uh, little lady, don't get excited. You might pull a tendon. Save your wind for the track.
4: <laughs> I will have you two know that I am no horse.
1: What do we do with her, Fred? We slap a saddle on her and put her in a claiming race. <laughs> That's the trouble with her. Nobody will claim her.
4: Oh, you. Uh,
5: well, well. Dear. So you're Fred Allen.
1: That's right. By her relatives, I'm called Portland Hoffer's husband. <laughs>
5: and uh, you are? Uh, Clifton Finnegan. Clifton Finnegan. Uh, so you're Fred Allen. Uh-huh. Boy, no wonder you make so many people laugh? Look at you. Finnegan.
1: Please, that is ill-mannered. Yeah. Mr. Allen is not responsible for his ghastly looks. Thank you, Archie.
5: Uh, Say, uh, that's a good trick you've got. What's that? Talking to your nose like that. <laughs> uh, it must be hard to slip the words past your adenoids. How you do it? I use small words.
1: <laughs> of course, if I feel a big word coming on, I give it both nostrils, <laughs> and then I push it through with hyphens on a case. <laughs> it's very simple, really. Excuse you... me, Fred. <clears throat> hello, hello, Duffy. Huh? Yeah, that one's here. The bag? Brother, has he got him? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, looks like his eyes is waiting for a red cap.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I ain't asked him about the pig roast yet. Okay, I'll approach him, Duffy. Uh, call me back. Fred, I'll be blunt. How would you like to make a fast buck MC in a pig roast? Sounds like a, sounds like a greasy buck to me, Archie. What is this, uh, this pig roast? Well, it's Duffy's spring semi annual St. Patrick's Day musical and pig roast. Uh, sounds gala Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, all Irish. (laughs) Uh, Now, how about you uh, MCing it? Now, wait a minute. Don't rush me into it. What about the salary? Five bucks and all the pig you can stomach. (laughs) Five bucks. Now, let me see. Ten percent, that's 50 cents goes to my agent out of the five bucks. Don't forget the pig. Don't worry. He'll be around to collect his commission in the morning.
2: <laughs> well, Fred,
1: uh, five bucks ain't nothing to be sneezed at. Five bucks? I can make more money than that peddling Wilkie Buttons to Roosevelt. You good, huh? Uh, just a minute. Hello? Hello, Duffy. You won't take the five. Duffy, I don't blame that guy. He's a big radio star, a picture star, a famous stage actor. How kind can we go? Well, it's a little more like it. So long. What's the offer? Six fifty. Uh, well, look, is that European plan or with pig?
2: Uh,
1: this American plan. You eat before you get there. Oh, I see. Now, Fred, uh, when would you uh, when would you like to audition for this pig roast? You mean I have to audition for this swine soiree? <laughs> Well, not for me. It's for Duffy, you oh. know. He always chooses his own figs and messes the ceremonies. Uh-huh. Uh, so what do you say, Fred? What do I say? Yeah. Oink. Uh, what did you say? I said oink. Let me take a look at your knuckles, Fred. <laughs> Six dollars and fifty cents. Oh, say, Mr. Allen, didn't you once work for Salopatica? Uh, Yes, Mr. Seymour, and it looks as though I'm going to work for even less here in a minute. (laughs) Well, Mr. Allen, weren't they
3: wonderful people to work for? Well, now as I... I know you loved it. Well, tell me, what do you do for the Salopatica people? Go ahead, Danny, show them. Ladies and gentlemen, it's certainly true that sometimes the best laid plans can go astray when something unexpected happens. And yet, if on a day when you've made special plans, you wake up feeling headachy because you need a laxative, don't think your plans need be upset or that it's necessary to put off taking that laxative till bedtime. Simply take Sal Hepatica, famous saline, at once. For then speedy Sal Hepatica brings quick, gentle relief, usually within an hour. So you can see you don't have to wait till night to take the laxative needed in the morning and consequently don't have to continue feeling miserable all day. And Sal Hepatica, don't forget, has this additional advantage.
0: Sparkling Sal Hepatica also helps sweeten an upset stomach by helping to reduce excess gastric acidity.
3: So before another day goes by, stop at your drugstore for a bottle of Sal Hepatica. Remembering this, caution, use only as directed. Then, whenever you need a laxative, morning, noon, or night, see if you don't feel better faster when you take gentle, speedy Sal Hepatica. Sal <laughs> Hepatica
1: Hello, Duffy. Huh? First, you want him to fill out the questionnaire? Okay. Uh, Fred, would you uh, mind answering some questions? Uh, All right. Uh, first, your name? Uh, Fred Allen. Uh Uh-huh. Occupation? Part-time gasoline salesman. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Social Security? I'm already collecting it. (laughs) Obviously. Uh, next... Uh, next, uh, a- any, uh, hobbies? I, uh, can spin a yo-yo. Can spin a... Uh, how do you spell yo-yo? Y-O. Well, oh, that's just the one, uh, yo. How about the other one?
2: Likewise,
1: I'm sure. Uh, any other talents? Juggling? Uh, juggling will be handy. The MC has to wait on tables, too. Uh, anything else? Well, I sing and play the clarinet. Uh, sing and play a clarinet, huh? Excuse me. Hello? Duffy, you all ready for the audition? Well, he says he uh, sings and plays the clarinet. Okay, listen in. Uh, Van Steeden, <laughs>
2: yeah?
1: Uh, loan Mr. Allen to lend of a clarinet, will you? Okay. Here you are, Mr. Allen. Uh, thank you. Say, I isn't that strange? I have a clarinet just like this one at home. Mr. Van Steeden, didn't you used to have the band on my program? Yep, and I quit. Why did you quit, Pete?
3: Some rat swiped a clarinet.
5: <laughs> mm.
1: Well I'll see that you get this one back uh, okay Fred, leave us start the audition. What right. song do you uh, think would be uh apropos for a pig roast uh... pig roast how pig roast how about something from porky and Bear? <laughs> oh so sweet you are <laughs> Oh, while strolling through the park one day? <laughs> uh,
2: well, uh, Duffy,
1: don't mind what you sing, you know. As long as it's when Irish eyes are smiling. All right. Uh...
2: When Irish
3: eyes
2: are smiling, all the world. Way... Huh? Okay,
1: Duffy. And now, Fred, for the clarinet. But I hardly sang. You ain't kidding. <laughs> but uh, maybe you should rest your nose a bit, huh? Uh, leave us have the clarinet. Well, what'll I play, Archie? Well, I wrote a song called Leave Us Face It We're in Love. Uh, Archie, I heard that song. What do you want to do? Turn this clarinet into a plunger? <laughs> Look, uh, what do you want to play? Well, something from Oklahoma. And frankly, I wish I was there at the moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> he even praised this truish nose. <laughs> if Beethoven was alive, he'd wish he was dead. Hold it a second. Hello? Stinks, huh?
2: <laughs> Look,
1: uh, don't worry. It'll be over soon. Go ahead, friend. Was that Duffy again? No, this time it was Portland. Oh, I see. Go ahead.
2: Uh, Fred, maybe a... Fred, uh, couldn't you... Con- the guy is berserk. He's not. He thinks he's funny.
1: Just a minute. <clears throat> Fred. Hello? Well, he stopped, didn't he? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Fred, uh, Duffy wants to talk to you. Oh, hello. Hello, Duffy. Say, what did you... Huh? Well, I can't. It's Van Steeden's clarinet. <laughs> Well, what'd you think, Duffy? Such language.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, I'll thank Fred for you. Uh, hold the wire just a minute, Duffy. Uh, look, Fred, do you know any jokes? Well, there's uh, one joke about the absent-minded motorist. Uh, maybe it's better tell it to me first. Uh, clear it through you. Yeah. Huh? But this is an an audition within an audition. Well, there was once there was once an absent-minded motorist who sat in a bar for three hours in front of a stuffed olive. Waiting for the red light to change. Mm, Tell the sardines to move over, huh? Look, Duffy, what do we need a writer for? I
2: mean, an. (laughs)
1: Look, don't forget these days a pig is a pretty big attraction by itself. Okay. Uh, look, Fred. I I'm... know, I know, Archie. This happened to me one time in Newark with a trombone. Well, look, Fred. Don't worry. I, I guarantee we won't hire nobody else. We'll just take the six fifty and buy a heavier pig. Say, wait a minute, Archie. A heavy pig is pretty hard to find these days. Well, I'll have to start looking. Just a second. Does it matter if the pig comes from the Midwest? Uh, no. Does it matter if he wears a toupee? Fred, you ain't suggesting. That no, that. no. I guess I'd better not spoil a high-class pig roast with him around, Archie. Good night.
2: Good night. Fred. <laughs>
1: Duffy's, uh, hello, Duffy. Uh, Guess what? I'm going to be on the radio. Yeah, next Sunday night, Fred Allen's invited me to be on his program. Yeah, that's right. And next Tuesday, we're having Jimmy Cagney. Yeah, Duffy, and uh, Cagney's got that same Irish wit that Fred Allen has. Hello? Hello?
2: He hung up.
0: Mothers, nowadays when cold strikes so often, so unexpectedly, why not make sure that you're ready to get after your child's cold symptoms with that famous modern chest rub, Minute Rub. Keep Minute Rub always handy, for rubbing Minute Rub on your youngster's back and chest quickly helps relieve cold distress. And Minute Rub's menthol vapors aid in relieving congestion in nose and throat. Minute Rub is greaseless, stainless, won't harm clothes or linen. Be prepared to get after your boy or girl's cold symptoms with that famous modern chest rub rub. Keep Minute Rub always handy. For rubbing Minute Rub on your youngster's back and chest quickly helps relieve cold distress. And Minute Rub's menthol vapors aid in relieving congestion in nose and throat. Minute rub is greaseless, stainless, won't harm clothes or linen. Be prepared to get after your boy or girl's cold symptoms with that famous modern chest rub used by thousands of mothers, Minute Rub.